0: Mm-hmm. Tell me about space. It's cold. I hear it's the place.
1: Is it the place?
0: That's that's what some people tell me.
1: Who tells you that?
0: My associates.
1: Um, low I will key. say though, Loki. He knows space. He's the prime uh, lord,
0: after all. He has to. He has to know about everything.
1: It is where. Squall saved Ronoa from, like, flinging to her doom.
0: That's where he found out her eyes were on him.
1: Um, it's also where Sid wanted to go in his rocket. <laughs> um...
0: It's, uh, where you go... Do you go to a specific moon? It's a Final Fantasy IV thing.
1: I know. Um... A McDivitt went to space. It wasn't me. Right, we but have, Div-
0: it was, it was Loki.
1: <laughs> oh, Loki, did you go to space, honey? I always forget. I, I mentioned this before, but I always forget that, like, whenever I take them to the vet, they're like, Maxwell McDivitt and Loki <laughs> McDivitt. I'm like, what? Who? Y'all don't have last names. What are you talking about? <laughs> it was weird. Um... Yeah, man, space. It's pretty to look at, except for, like, I guess if you're stuck in it forever.
0: Or if you're the latest Star Wars movie.
1: Oh, God, that's (laughs) a nightmare. Like, let's avoid being as poorly written as humanly possible, please.
0: Well, good thing we do not have that today.
1: Yay!
0: But we got some space for you. And some other stuff for you. Here! On episode 161 of the Season of Jacob Bouvier. It's a podcast for conversations about video games, anime, and manga. Hello, I'm Jared. Joined as always by Doc Al and Ladium. Hello. Just because you're a doctor does not mean you know about space.
1: I know some about space. Well, it's I, not, that I, means
0: you're not like a space person. You're not a rocket oh, scientist.
1: No, I'm not that that kind of doctor. <laughs> no, no. Um, but Buzz Aldrin has a PhD in space. Mm-hmm. I'm not Buzz Aldrin. though. He's
0: got a certain buzz around him. <laughs>
1: It's a bee. He just has a bee following him around at all times. It's
0: the bee we found in Hyrule.
1: <laughs> so he let it out of the jar and it just like protects him.
0: The bee stand. <laughs> that's 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 what the uh, the the bee boss in Metal Gear Solid Three has. Bee stands. <sighs> Anyways, uh, we're here to talk to you about some video games today. Uh, we're gonna talk about some games we played last year mm-hmm. that we haven't gotten around to talking to because of stuff. Uh, we're gonna talk about the Outer Worlds, which, as this Wikipedia page will say, not to be confused with Outer Wilds. Correct. Completely different game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And we're gonna talk about the End of Life is Strange.
1: We are two.
0: Life is Strange two, yes, the final episode of that because that finally came out in December and we got to play that. We had not. Do yet. you
1: remember which episode we talked about the rest of it? <laughs>
0: That was like Septemberish, mm-hmm. something around there, because we talked about the first four episodes. Mm-hmm. I think I talked about the first episode like last two years ago, at some point. Maybe I don't know. We'll see where the search gives me.
1: Episode one hundred and forty-five.
0: One forty-five. You are correct where we talked about the first four episodes of Life is Strange 2 and also the Trail of Cold Steel 3 demo.
1: Yay! Which
0: I'm still making my way through that podcast. <laughs> By the time you've listened to this, you will have heard all of that, but...
1: If oh you boy. sat through three hours of it.
0: You're a trooper. You truly are.
1: I, I believe in you guys. Mm-hmm. Or I believed in you in the past. I still believe in you, but like, good job for persevering through that. Um... Or if you're my PS4, it's like, because you bought Demo, here are these other games. And I'm like, what?
0: What Demo? (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about The Outer Worlds.
1: Let's do it. It's space. It is space.
0: Uh, This is the latest game from Obsidian.
1: Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Makers of such games like Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2 alpha protocol fallout new vegas uh they made that first
1: alpha protocol
0: rpg uh, south park rpg in like 2014 that came out Mm -hmm. uh and and most recently they've made pillars of pillars of eternity and pillars of eternity 2 but uh this game is kind of a a throwback to fallout new vegas that kind of rpg like the bethesda style but with less jank
1: Mm -hmm. people aren't just fusing through the floor all the time
0: (laughs) people aren't just literally being able to steal your premium currency in fallout 76 like which is actually happening
1: oh my god what a disaster that is
0: yeah that's that game's a mess i wonder if they could
1: do like a final fantasy 14 with fallout 76
0: (sighs) they could
1: i mean it's been done
0: it has been done like um like Anthem is like, obviously, that was a game that failed last year. Yeah. They are internally, I think they're attempting to do that. Huh. Where they're going to basically either make a really big new expansion or they're just going to reboot the game. Hmm. So, like you said, like it is a thing that has been done, but it is a monumentous task to do so. And. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, um, I had. which you mentioned this a few. Well, Several episodes ago, I had some free Xbox game. So, all right, Game Pass
0: because you're cut out there, so just want to make sure people knew.
1: (laughs) Game Pass. Um, well, it wasn't really free. It was like a buck, a buck. Um, so we're like, hey, what's on here? And then you're like, hey, you should play Outer Worlds because like you get to fight capitalism. Like I love fighting (laughs) capitalism. And um, but then I was concerned because I am hot garbage at shooting things
2: mm-hmm.
1: terrible at it so i was afraid that i would just like not be able to do this um turns out i can
0: you did the thing
1: you did too well, i did of. i did as well sort of.
0: <laughs> um so yeah, like this is obviously a game going into this. Like the one thing I knew was like, a it's it's an obsidian RPG, so it plays a lot like Fallout: New Vegas, so it's that kind of gameplay. And B, it is basically a big thing about you taking down capitalism if that's the route you go on. Mm-hmm. Um, Which one I,
1: wouldn't you, honestly?
0: It, true. I mean, unless you want to just see what that other, how different like the game changes, because like I think I feel like a lot of the game would change if you went down that route.
1: It would, um, but like again, why would you? Why would you do that? Jerk. Jerk.
0: Um But yeah, like we got through this and everything, uh just in time for game of the year and everything, and I don't I don't know. Like there's I feel like there's just something about this game that is missing for me. I don't know whether or not if it's just the fact that like it's much shorter than what you would expect. Like in a way I kind of feel like this game should be longer.
2: I can see that. Because
0: it is a kind of short experience. And also I feel like just, I don't know, like the idea of very binary choices in a game where it's just like, oh, you have three or maybe like a good, neutral, bad, and then maybe you have skills, skill challenges as choices is kind of arbitrary in 2019. Like if you're going to go that route, I feel like you should probably explore it further than just, do you want to be good or bad? In a sense. Like I look at at games that came out this year as well. Like like Disco Elysium came out this year. And it's basically kind of in that same vein. But like it basically just like. Gives you way more opportunities. At like weird choices. And Mm -hmm. stuff like and it's like just way more open about. Where you can progress through like your dialogue choice and everything. So. I don't know. I just felt like there should have been more to this. To like the the choice systems and everything in this game it it, i guess it it is kind of hampered because like it is in a way like this is their spiritual successor to new vegas but Mm -hmm. new vegas is a game that came out in what like 2011 yeah so games have changed since then 2010 excuse me so even further than that um games have changed in the the literal like 10 years since that since new vegas came out so i feel like they could have done a little bit more iteration on just like making more interesting dialogue choices, um, allowing the story to kind of go in some different ways and everything for, if you wanted to do that. Um, So I I feel like that's kind of like the biggest gripe I have with it. But other than that, like, you know, the story is relatively fine. Um, The gameplay is basically what you would expect in terms of these kinds of games and everything. And, and yeah, and I had the, the best way to end it. Clearly.
1: I'm so jealous of the way that you did because I got, I got almost to where you did, and I was like, yay, I'm not going to have to deal with this either, and then I had to deal
2: with it. <laughs> oh, I
0: was so happy. Like, the 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 main impetus of me even doing that is because I heard that was possible, and I was mm-hmm. like, I have to do that. So basically, once I heard that, I just started dumping all of my skill points when I leveled up into dialogue.
1: Which I did that too, so I'm not mm-hmm. sure what I did
0: I think it's just, like, you have to get the right the right choices, mm-hmm. essentially, so if you mess up, like, one or two of the choices, like, it's just gonna kick you out. Rude. Basically. Rude. But, yeah. um. So, I guess, like, the main impetus of this game is that, like, you were a part of a group of people from Earth who got sent out to space, and you've been, like, kind of in... Cryogenic sleep. For the meantime, mm-hmm. and essentially, you've kind of just been left out there because things out in the in the space colonies aren't going as great as people would hope. So they're like, "Well, we don't really need these people, so we're just gonna kind of leave them out there until maybe we need them." Um, you get awakened by this dude named Phineas, who's just like, on Mad the he's, scientist. He, yeah, he's on the run from like the 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 law and everything. And he's just like, hey, you want to help me figure out a way to free everyone else so we can make sure these people aren't just going to sit out here and sleep or possibly die and also just stick it to all these weird capitalistic things that are happening in these colonies and everything. So and you have basically the opportunity to be like, mm, nah, or you'd be like, okay, sure, why not? <laughs> Which
2: is what I did. Yeah.
0: So a lot of it is basically you going around to various colonies and seeing the, the, way, the lay of the land, excuse me, um and just how weird everything kind of has become as the years have progressed and you are now in this strange future that obviously is more ruled by people who are who have more capitalistic ideas in mind than anything else really
1: yeah i mean like one of the very first things that you or I guess people that you encounter is like an injured guy who's like, I can't accept help from you because this company and here's all my slogans. And it's Mm -hmm. like, Whoa, dude, you are going to bleed out here and be eaten. But instead you're like, what the slogans?
0: (laughs) Um, I feel like this.
1: I don't know what is.
0: and, And the first area as well kind of has like this big decision of like, you know, you you find this colony that, or this, like, this big settlement that is ruled by this, you know, corporation and everything, um, and then you'll find, like, outside of it, there's, like, on the outskirts, there's, like, these people who are kind of, like, living on their own and kind of outside of everything, and you have to, to decide, who do you give power to? Do you Do you make this settlement... Turn off their power and lose all their food and everything to help out this other place, or do you help the corporation and shut down this settlement? And I feel like the game's very weird about this choice,
2: mm-hmm.
0: especially because it is the first choice in the game and it's like kind of sets the tone for everything. Because if you if you side with the set, the 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 outside settlement, it's like oh you're gonna kill all these people and make sure they don't have food and everything. Why would you do that? It's like why wouldn't they just go to this other settlement? has power and everything and they're like not being forced down by this corporation who's basically running things like why uh, is that well, a bad they thing
1: explain that um there's a part in there where somebody says like oh well why why did, wouldn't they just like come here once it shuts down and apparently like the the McDivitt lady who's in here that they say her name wrong but um they're like yeah miss miss mcdavid or whatever they call her like would not accept anybody from there
0: yeah but if you have a bunch of people coming and and your other everyone else in your settlement is like hey maybe you should help these people who aren't necessarily bad people and they were just being taken advantage of i feel like she would probably let them in like i feel oh, like man. it's this maybe choice is sucks. like way too bi- binary in, in a way it's like do you want to be good or bad but then if, like, you want to try and be good, it's like, well, you maybe shouldn't be this good. Like, you're going to you are gonna do some bad things to these other people. Like, it just feels weird in a way.
2: <laughs>
0: like, I don't know. Like, I just... I feel like th- I, the way I want to do this game is not the way the game wants me to play it. Where it's like, yeah, let's help these people out. Let's let them come over to this new place where they're not going to have corporations just breathing down their necks. And the game's like, mm, I don't know about that. You could, uh you're gonna you're gonna make these people die out there because they're not gonna have food because they can't come to this other place because this one lady said no
2: well um
1: when I went back to town after cutting power to the t- like to the main town mm-hmm. they just started shooting at me so they all died anyway
0: because <laughs> you were just like no I have to I have to fight back.
1: I mean, they were shooting me. What else was I supposed to do? Run away. <laughs> really? I mean, you could have. I mean, it's also not the only town that I completely wiped off the map in this game <laughs> accidentally, so, like... And it was truly accidental. I promise. The second one. This one was intentional because they were shooting at me. I'm like, dudes, no! And just murdered them all. Um, Although it's funny because, like, once I went back to town and, like, went and talked to the the main guy, um, like, I got an option that's, like, you should turn yourself in. And he's just, like, all right, I'm going to go turn myself into the police now. Goodbye. And I'm, like, wait, what?
0: <laughs> I think, like, I, I had a check to, like, he was going to, like, fight me. And I was, like, hey, you don't want to do this. And he's, like, all right, let's not do this.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just literally told him, like, hey, you should go turn yourself in. And he's, like, I think I'm going to be able to turn myself in. Like, I'm just going to live in prison for the rest of my life. I'm, like...
2: Okay. Thanks.
1: Uh, bye. Good luck. I guess.
0: Yay. Like what? What do you want?
1: Why are you doing that? <laughs> That's fine.
0: Um. But essentially, the rest of the game is kind of similar to this, where you go to new areas, you'll find some some things that have gone down in this area, and you basically pick and choose like who you want to side with and everything, and eventually, you know, you it leads you to finding the right kind of items you need to to help free all the, the other uh, passengers on that ship that are still in, in sleep mode. Uh, and along the way as well, you find some, some side characters as well to, to become companions and everything um, mm-hmm. to help you out along your path. And they have all, they all have their own little uh, specific side missions and everything that fleshes out their, their characters more than what you would get if you just didn't do that. Um,
1: which it is worth noting that like there aren't any like super terrible shoehorned romances in this
0: mm-hmm.
1: like you don't woo your your companions no you're um, just
0: like you woo them into <laughs> coming on your ship and helping you out and then they're just like hey cool thanks for helping me out all right let's do do stuff i guess i don't know
1: but like one of them um you end up like essentially hooking her up with this lady she has a crush on, which is adorable, but Mm -hmm. also like she like blatantly describes herself as like asexual, Mm -hmm. which is interesting that they would even like bother with like that in a game. Like I think it was really cool. That they're like, hey, here's this asexual girl, but also like she's really into this like hot mechanic lady that works at this other ship. Like let's hook her up.
0: You get the wingman for her.
1: You do have to wingman for it and it's amazing but also it's not like weird fetishy type thing which is good like yeah. I was kind of worried about that once it started going that way I'm like oh god what is it's it It's just do? But a
0: really good written
1: It's a cute romance ball. Yeah And I really wanted her succeed I'm like oh I want you to do this <laughs> You can do it And she did so proud It was good um, um we get a cleaning robot.
0: You Get a cleaning robot who just wants to clean and tell you about deals. <laughs> 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 He's like, thanks, I guess. Hey, thank I don't know. you.
1: Um, the weird, like priest guy.
0: Yeah, the vicar.
1: Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> you get the the one girl who is like a rich girl who is now like a rebel. I didn't pay much attention to her. Yeah. Yeah, the the cool gal who wanted to do drugs all the time.
0: It was just like wanted to drink. Yep. And then the one guy who just like shows up and is like, hey, can I join your ship? And you're just like, sure. He's oh, like, right cool, yeah, thanks.
1: I forgot about that guy.
0: Um, also as well, can, I, can we mention that like the game has an extensive character creation tool and then you barely ever see your character? You
2: never see it's your like, character. What's the
0: point? <laughs> Why would you do this?
1: Yeah, I don't know what the point of that was cuz I was like, oh, I'm going to make myself and then I did and then I'm like, I can't see anything. <laughs> Yay.
0: Thanks. So like the only <laughs> time you ever see them is like if you just leave your game idling and then it goes to an idling camera is where you are able to see them. Other than that, it's you
1: like you wear your helmet and so like
0: Well, you can take you can, there's a toggle to to, where I I, want to show the helmet. I
1: know, but like still.
0: But yeah, it's bizarre. not great
1: really really funny that it's like yay i made a person oh i never see this person
0: (laughs) you will never see them again so funny but yeah essentially you know you you go through a bunch of a few different areas like there's not a a ton of different areas in the game maybe like a five or six like Uh big areas you really kind of go through um but eventually you find all your stuff you get like a call from like one of the the people on the board or whatever like the big corporation who's like hey we know you're in contact with this dude with Phineas can you like give him to us and you're like no <laughs> so they they basically kidnap him and and then and then like try and get all the information like what he's trying to do and everything so you have to go storm their their ship and everything and get him back and this is where you get like the cool either you get a boss fight or you don't (laughs) for the ending
1: you were you were on voice chat with me when I was doing that boss fight and I was like I hate everything (laughs) this is so hard
0: so like we said like there is dialogue choices throughout this and essentially how you play this off determines what ending you get and whether or not you have to do this boss fight or not so for me um, there's a there's a sequence a sequence of people you you talk to when you're when you're doing this. Eventually, you find like, uh, this dude who is leading one of the colonies and is like a very well known figure and everything. And you've kind of been like, finding information about him and everything. So, I went up to him and was basically talking to him, and was like, "Hey, show's over, bucko," and all this stuff. And he was like, "Oh, blah blah, blah blah blah," and then like I was like. So like so you have t- you have him and then after that like, you're gonna talk to like this general who's like the the lady who was like who contacts you earlier and everything. And I was like, hey, did you know she's been talking behind your back about trying to like take over and like take out take you out and get your position and everything? <laughs> That's real messed up. You should probably you know work with me instead. And he's like, oh no, I didn't I didn't realize this. Oh, y- y- I think you have a point. I-, I I'll I'll help you out. Don't worry. So, like, I had him on my side then.
1: Yeah, I got him on my side.
0: And so I go to talk to her, and I'm like, hey, did you know he's been talking about trying to, like, take you out and everything and, like, usurp you and take all your position and everything? That's real messed up, don't you think? You should work with me. And she was like, I never knew this. That's really messed up.
1: And so she didn't do that for me.
0: Well, she she, she eventually is, like, she she isn't as, like, accepting at first but then like she's because she's still was like well we should probably still fight and i was like mm, well look, dude, look we could come to a peaceful agreement here we don't have to fight if we fight i will f- you up
1: <laughs> i didn't fight her and so i don't i don't know what i did wrong
0: but essentially either way like i was able to get her to be like all right i will back out i will leave here you go you get to you get to have the dude and everything and take take him and get, do whatever you want have your way, whatever. Have your I, way. I'm out. Whoa. I'm out. I'm out of here. So she leaves, and then it's just like, you just walk up to Phineas and get him out, and that's the end of the game. <laughs> you don't have to fight anything.
1: I can't believe. I had to fight.
0: It was the, really good.
1: The the dang evil boss on low ammo, and <laughs> oh, it sucked so bad.
0: I just waltzed in and was like, they're like the, the big boss is probably just like,
2: "Oh man, I was ready to fight
0: and just like waltzed on by like, ha, don't have
1: to fight you <laughs> uh. man
0: like if there's one thing that I really enjoyed about this game is that the fact that like it gives you an option at the end to like have a non combat ending where you just can com- you can completely just skip the boss fights into- entirely if you're able to pass the right skill checks and pick the right choices. Like that's super dumb in that's the like best that. kind of ways. <laughs> like why would you design that?
1: <laughs> I mean, I think it's genius.
0: It's really good. <laughs>
1: Uh, I also just am not good at fighting. So I was like, yay, I don't have to fight things. And then I had to fight things.
0: And the game was like, <laughs> joke's on you. Um,
1: one thing that was interesting is that I was able to, like, there's this one planet that has, like, a religious cult, and then, mm-hmm. like, the town, and then some guy in the radio tower. And, like, the. The cult didn't get along with the town, but the dudes used to be friends. Hmm. And I was able to like make them work together at one point. And I was like, "Oh, this is kind of cool." I and didn't I didn't expect this.
0: I let them fight mostly because um, I didn't realize how to unite them.
1: Yeah, so it involves like killing the leader of the cult, but like he sucked anyway, so it makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they worked together. It's pretty rad. And then they showed up and like saved the day together. I'm like, yay! Hello, friends. How are you? Um. But yeah, I mean, there's some really um like clever dialogue that happens in this game, which is good. And I think that's where it really shines is some of the like flavor text and dialogue.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that.
1: Um, like there are definite flaws with the game, and I'm not gonna pretend that there aren't. Mm-hmm. Um, but. There were some genuinely witty moments in this game. Mm-hmm. That was good.
0: And and basically, you you end the game with like the the eighties film wrap up, where it's like, here is where everyone is now.
1: But if you didn't do their uh their um like bonding story, then like you don't get to find out what happened with your companions.
0: Or it's, it's very generic. It's like, oh, they yeah. they left and did something else. Yep. Like the so only cool. the only real difference we had between ours is that like obviously since I didn't have the the boss encounter, mm. um, I got a special scene with like the lady general lady who was like, where it just like tells you like, certain at certain times like th- no one knows where she left she went off to and and left and everything she has just vanished into thin, into thin air. But sometimes there would be mysterious packages sent to Phineas where there would be no no like return address or anything on him, and. People people wondered maybe it was her who was giving him giving him this these these supplies and everything.
1: Um one thing that upset me is that I had like part of this one quest done for like the random guy who just showed up and asked to be on my ship. Mm-hmm. Um and then I kept showing you, but I could not figure out how in the heck to get to the one place where I was supposed to do that quest. Hmm. I googled it. I ran around. I did everything I could think to do and I could not get to it. I was just like fine. Fine.
0: Guess I won't finish this.
1: So I didn't. I didn't know what to do. I looked around for caves. I tried to climb things. I tried to like go in very weird ways so I could like try and glitch my way up. Like I did not know how I was supposed to do it. Suck. I will also say, like some of the side quest planets are pretty barren, mm-hmm. so that was a knock. Um, also, it turns out if um, you go into this one factory and people shoot at you and you shoot them back, and then this one lady starts being a racist and you shoot her, and then you get all the stuff and you leave and then you go back in the town, everybody's gonna be mad at you. <sighs>
0: everyone's just mad at you that's Everybody's the game
1: Everyone's gonna be mad at you and they're gonna shoot at you and you're gonna wipe out an entire town accidentally oops um, I mean that may or may not happen I'm just saying um
0: chaos style strikes again
1: <laughs> yeah I felt really chaotic in this game when things like that happened I was like you were shooting at me I shot back what was I supposed <laughs> to do
0: Maybe that was why you had such low ammo counts at the end, because you were just taking out entire towns.
1: I took out two entire towns.
0: (laughs) But, like... She was the hero we needed, except for when she murdered two towns. We just don't talk about those moments.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, the one town, like, had all the little weird vicious critters eating the people anyway, so, like, it was gonna go down anyway. (laughs) Jeez. I mean, it was the one with, like, the distress signal, remember? I know. Um, and they shot at me. A lot. And that one lady was just racist. So, you know. And she couldn't really get to me because she was, like, in jail at that point, And I had the card to get her out. But then she started spouting off some racist stuff. So I just, like pointed the gun through the bars and shot at her a lot you know casually as you do (sighs) yeah chaos owl definitely happened in this game accidentally none of this was on purpose That's the thing is that I never purposefully do chaos; it just happens. It just and comes I don't, to you. I don't understand why.
0: Comes to you when you least expect it.
1: it it's true. Like, why are you like this? What
2: are you doing?
1: Chaos. I, I would be terrified to know like what it would actually be like if I tried to be chaotic.
0: <laughs> it wouldn't be as chaotic.
1: Probably not. I mean, it'd be like, oh, okay, things are happening. Cool, I guess. But like, when I'm just like casually strolling down the street and people shoot at me, and I'm just like, well, okay, I'm gonna shoot back, and then like I wipe out an entire town. I'm like, oh. Whoops. And then I was running around, I'm like, so I guess I can't get these quests that were here anymore, huh? I think I killed the quest givers. Whoops. I even, like, chased one down, hoping that he would, like, talk to me instead. (laughs) And he just kept running from me. And I'm like, why are you running? Please talk to me and give me the quest.
0: Give me your quest. He's like, no, you just
1: murdered all my friends. I chased him through the town. (laughs) God. I mean, I was lucky he wasn't armed, but... Yeah, leave. then he
0: wouldn't have, he wouldn't have had to chase him that long.
1: I mean, yeah, you're right. If he shot at my if he shot at me, he would have gone down a lot quicker, but he should have just stopped and given me the quest. Then everything would have been fine.
2: Oh boy.
1: Then I would have like helped him out. And the thing is, is that I even had the thing that he wanted. Like the quest would have been complete if he had just given me the quest and I could have turned it in. I had the thing that he needed. But no, he just ran from me. Cause I shot his entire town. <laughs> Casually. As you do.
0: Whoops. <laughs> oh man.
1: So that's that's that.
0: That's what happens in space.
1: Chaos? Yeah. Yay! Well, at least capitalism doesn't happen anymore.
2: Ha!
1: Ha! 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 Oh, hello there, Titus.
0: <laughs> remix that into a song.
1: Have you ever heard the remix Mangos version of it? Yes. Good. Okay.
0: M- y- I, you are my friend, so
1: yes. <laughs> <laughs> um... I mean, my brother did a remix of it once. I may have sent that to you. Probably did. Yeah, he he like made a beat sampling that laugh over and over in different like versions. It was a really good beat. I wonder what happened to that. Somewhere. Somewhere in the ether. Anyway, that's Outer Worlds.
0: That's the Outer Worlds. You can play it on Game Pass.
1: I'm glad that I didn't, like, pay full money for it. Like, I liked it, obviously, because I put it on my top 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was because there was just, like, really great writing at times. Um, but I think that, like, if I had actually purchased this, I would have preferred to have bought it, at, like, 40 bucks as opposed to, like, 60 bucks, just because it was really short. really short yep but that's that i'm sure we could have extended it if we did more quests but you know you only do so many quests that people run from you
0: so from the outer worlds we go to the final episode of life is strange do the second yep technically <laughs> the third though
1: yeah technically
0: technically Numbering is hard, apparently. It's like how there's a Bravely Default 2 that's coming out after Bravely Second.
1: Bravely Second, yeah.
0: (laughs) Video games are dumb. They are. Uh, So, yeah, we played the final episode of Life is Strange 2 when it came out this past December. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Like we we mentioned earlier, we talked about the first four episodes in a previous episode. So if you missed out on that, you should check that out. Listen to our thoughts on those. But this is the, the culmination of the, the game. The final episode.
1: We're going to try and uh, get to Mexico.
0: That is the goal. Uh, so the episode kicks off and you see Sean and Daniel in this like very, I don't know, like nomadic village, hermit town, whatever you want to call it. Uh, in Arizona where they're living with Karen for the for the meantime. Their mother. Their mother, yes. Uh it's it basically is a place where just people kinda go to start anew or just get away from society essentially. They're all like living in like RVs or, or trailers, essentially.
1: It has um, like a name that blank away. There you go.
0: Uh it's basically it's kind of is a stopgap for Sean Daniel until they Figure out exactly when they need to go to Mexico, or, or figure out their plan to to head there, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get a lot of like just interesting scenes here, where like you know Daniel is kind of like warmed up to the the other the other people who live there and everything. Sean has kind Make of it art. come to terms with his relationship with his mother and everything. Uh, in the the time that they've spent there and everything, everything's since the the end of episode four. Mm-hmm. So.
1: It's, it's temporary, but it's kind of a nice, like, safe place for them Mm -hmm. where they can just kind of breathe for a second. Yeah. And I felt like that was really, really important because they've kind of not really had that. Like, they, they've been in places where they are like, you know, they have a place to stay and they're eating and all that, but, like, this place there was less of, like, an anxiety of, like, oh, God, we have to be on our best behavior at all times. And, like, they knew that it was not permanent, but it was at least something for a bit.
0: Right. um So, essentially, they, like you said, they have their, their brief time to breathe and everything. They get, like, just a chance to just kind of be themselves for once.
1: One thing that I really enjoyed about this was, um like, Nobody judged Daniel at all. And he's out there like doing crazy stuff with his powers. Yeah, that,
0: that's a good point. Like they they let everyone kind of know, like, oh, he has these powers. <laughs> and
1: they're, they're all have, like, yeah. oh, that's cool. And like that lady let him build like this master um with his powers. And I I messed it up, but um <laughs> it was hard to get the perspective right. But like nobody there is like afraid of him. Nobody judges him for it. They're just like, All right, cool. That's that's how he is. All right. Um, which is again something that they have not had before. That like they're always having to hide it, they're always having to like keep everything in check. And at this point, he's just like, Okay, I can breathe. Right. And, and kind of be a kid. Like he gets to play around a bit, and that's fun. He's what, eleven at this point? 11
0: Probably or 12? well, maybe I think maybe 10.
1: 10? Okay. He's young.
0: Because it's been like maybe like a year since they've started. Or like around a year-ish.
1: He had a birthday at one point, didn't he?
2: Maybe.
1: (laughs) I'm trying trying to Google his. Born 2007.
0: And then the game ends in like 20... Or the... Where they are right now is 2017.
1: Okay, yeah. So he starts um, when it's, he's 9, and then by mm-hmm. the end of it, he's 10.
0: Yeah. So there you go. Um, probably the biggest thing in this section is that this is the first time they give a connection to the first game. Right. Yes. A- an actual, like, solid connection to the first game. Because uh, obviously, you know, they had the thing in the uh, the the first episode where you get to see a little bit of arcadia bay Mm -hmm. um but here is the first actual character from the first game that shows up
1: this was shocking for me i was Mm -hmm. like oh my god it's you
0: so you played this before i did and you clued me in they're like oh there is a some there's a reference to the first game in this episode And i was like okay i wonder what that's going to be and then this character shows up and at first i didn't recognize them
1: he has a beard and everything now. He a, and, he's, he's completely and a ponytail. Looks different. Ponytail. Um,
0: yeah, so he looks a lot different. Then like I was hearing his voice like that voice sounds familiar. Where is it? Where where do I know this from? And I was like, holy it's David.
1: It's David.
0: I was like, whoa.
1: It's
2: wild. That
0: is very wild. It's, like, he is a completely different character compared to how he was in the first game, which, obviously, you know, through the final episode, you kind of see his turn start to happen. Yeah. But, like, now it's, like, completely like, where he is, like, changed as a person overall. And, obviously, that is very dependent on, like, your choices from the first game or -hmm. what you basically put in as what your ending was, so there is a little bit of a difference between, like, what what he talks about and what he has in his uh, his residence and everything so um so yeah that was i was not expecting that i was like wow
1: i was not either and one thing that um i thought was interesting with this will you let go hey drop it drop it drop it thank you Sorry. Um, One thing that I thought was really interesting about this is that, um, as you guys know, I um, chose to sacrifice Chloe and save Arcadia Bay. Same. And um, so at one point, he's like, I got to go make a phone call. And mm-hmm. he goes and hangs out in his trailer for a bit. And he ends up calling, um, which he's divorced. Mm-hmm. But he ends up calling her, and he's like, "How are you doing? Hope everything's going all right." Like,
0: I yeah, like- he 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 talks about in, in like in conversations with him. He like he talks about like how you know he had to him and Joyce got divorced and everything after Chloe's death and everything. And basically, like you know, they've they've obviously split apart, but like he still is like like he still has feelings for her and everything, but like just wants to kind of like just be there for her, you know? Because considering like what's happened, mm-hmm. and like he's very regretful about like his relationship with Chloe and, like, feels like he could have done so much more and everything. Which like, is,
1: like, such good character mm-hmm. progression.
0: It's very humanizing. considering like, obviously you see, like, a lot of the bad he w- he did and everything. And, like, obviously in a lot of that is just, like, coming straight home from being uh, overseas in the army and everything. And kind of right. having to readjust and all that sort of stuff. But, and like, like we said, like, you see a lot of his, like, kind of demeanor change by the end of the game. But, like, this is just, like, he is completely on the other side now and just like sees how like you know like oh man I should have done this I should have done this I should have done this but like I can't now.
1: Like it's obvious that like de- well at least on our end like Chloe's death definitely changed him mm-hmm. Um, and I assume the opposite or not the opposite the same is true for um, like if if Arcadia Bay is sacrificed that like that obviously messed with him a lot mm-hmm. um, which I guess it would make it like Canon that he survived the storm,
0: right? I think I think there's like a thing in his trailer. If like if you do the other the other route, like he has a letter from Chloe and Max.
1: He has a a picture of them on his fridge. Okay, I looked it up. Um, so he he does say like, you know, they. They talk to him and all that hmm. but he does have a picture of the two of them on his fridge
0: like just going through his trailer and seeing like all like the different things that like you know he's like brought with him from Arcadia Bay like his life there and everything and like where you know you see like his pic- like picture like a family photo he has with Joyce and Chloe and everything it's just like oh, f-.
1: yeah it hurts
0: and then like you yeah. see, you find like he has like in his files like there's a picture of Nathan and it's just like mm-hmm. oh yep. f-. And there's a specific conversation, like, when he's on the phone with Joyce, and he's, like, they're, like, do you think he's going to, like, get out and everything? He's, like, you know how lawyers are and, like, how their family is. Like, it's entirely possible that he can, you know, make parole or something like that. It's just, like, (sighs) Yep. Oh, man.
1: Yep. It hurts.
0: It's very rough, but like I felt like that was such a good scene. And even just like how he interacts with uh with Sean
1: mm-hmm. of
0: like they there's a there's a there's a moment that happens basically a little bit later on where like they they find out that like the the cops know about Karen's involvement with the the fire at the the church and everything and they're coming to find her and question her. So basically Sean and Daniel have to leave. Right. And uh before they go like David has a conversation with Sean's like He's like, look, I'm not saying that, like, hey, I'm not trying to be, like, a narc or anything or anything. I'm like, this is – if I was in your shoes, I want to give you the – just, like, the choices you have in front of you, which is either, you know, you go to Mexico or you turn yourself in. And, like, here's what would happen if you turn yourself in. Like, just just hearing him – just, like, basically, like, letting himself, like, kind of be, like – I don't know, just, like, a person is like, hey, I'm just going to give you advice in this way. and I'm not going
1: to tell you what to do, though. I'm not going to tell
0: you what to do, but, like, just, like, you know – if you just if you wanted to do this like or just like if you want to have this option in your mind like this is basically what would happen like it's not going to be the end of the world for you you know, you would probably have to like you know serve time and everything but you would not be like separated from daniel forever essentially and basically it's just like he's very straightforward with them. Mm-hmm. he's not sugarcoating anything he's just like you know here's 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 your choices in, in this matter you know and you have to decide what you want to do I'm not gonna tell you one way or the other which Like we said, like, compared to the first game version of David, like, that is night and day. Yep. This is so much different. (laughs) Like, Life is Strange 1, David would be like, you're gonna go turn yourself in. (laughs) The one weed. The one weed. And now here he is, he's just like, hey, I've made mistakes in my life, and and I'm trying to better myself for it. So, like, let me just try and give you a, a little bit of advice if I can. And also, he gives him like a police radio, so like obviously, he's not trying to be like super dark or anything anymore. So
1: yeah, it's great.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was that was such a, like a big thing and a shocking thing. Like, and it, it it's the perfect kind of way to like wrap those two games together, or like link them together in a way.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like obviously, like you know, people probably want like, oh, what what's Max and Chloe and all that sort of stuff doing? Like having it be like a more of a side character, like David, is the best possible way to do that kind of call back to that first game or, like, put someone in from that first game into this game.
1: Yeah, I agree. It was fantastic.
0: Yeah, I, I was I was blown away by how well they they pulled that off.
1: Um, and it didn't feel, like, campy or weird at all. No, or like,
0: just, like, shoehorned in. Or, like, yeah. oh, we have to make this reference. It was, like, no, he just shows up pretty naturally and, it's like, it's very understated like if you've played the first game you will eventually find out like oh this is who this is mm-hmm. but if you haven't like it gives you kind of a good just like backstory like here's this guy who's had a rough couple of years and just like he he came to this to this to this place and just like it's just trying to start over and trying to reboot his life in a way that he will find you know some sort of happiness again that's good
2: mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so yeah, eventually, like you said, like they have to, Sean and Daniel have to leave. They say their goodbyes to everyone. Um, there's a, there's a moment basically where like, you're kind of like packing everything up and you have like the option to like write a letter to Karen Mm -hmm. uh, and you can do that or not. Um, it's completely optional and you basically have like the choice of like deciding what to say and everything. Um, and there's a very good moment in that, that specific section that, oddly enough reminded me of final fantasy 10
2: oh
0: um basically you have like the whole you have to write the whole letter and everything and it gives you the choice of like or i think it's the choice of how you want to start it mm-hmm. so you can either start by just going like karen or mom and like i feel like that was such like a powerful moment for Sean to like have like to be able to like give karen like the motherly name back Similarly yeah, to how to how Titus does to to Jet at the end of Ten, where he calls him uh, Dad again.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, it was like the one thing I was like, oh man, this is just like that moment in Final Fantasy Ten.
1: <laughs> That's awesome.
0: <laughs> you know, things I would totally be naturally associating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like they they have to leave and everything, and basically their their goal is to 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 get to the border and figure out a way across which uh, they eventually do and lo and behold the border is not easy to get across yeah so they're like okay what do we do (laughs) how are we going to get across
1: which Sean was like you know I just kind of expected to be like a fence Mm -hmm. and this is a wall
0: yep that is a thing
1: Mm mm-hmm so uh, we have a, a super-powered kiddo here.
0: Let's just rip it apart. Yep. <laughs> uh, so basically, Daniel kind of just throws everything into it and literally is able to do that? Yep. Uh, they're they're about to like go back to their car, and then someone just shoots Daniel?
1: Yep, in the shoulder. <laughs> and Sean's
0: like, yo, what, what,
2: what, what, what?
0: Like, you think it's, like, the cops or something? Like, just, like, border patrol? But then it just turns out it's, like, it's just some hillbillies who are just white supremacists who think, like, oh, we gotta patrol the border and everything and save them from the, the Mexicans coming on over and stealing our jobs and all that
1: It's b- horrific. Like, mm-hmm. it is so bad. And, I mean, like, I I am not shocked by this at all. Um, And I think that it's actually a really good but it was hard and like mm-hmm. even at one point um like they they shoot daniel and um uh, he's like oh i told you it was a kid and then like oh it doesn't matter or something like that i'm like whoa mm-hmm. like, she a child
2: and
0: then like and-, a, and then one of like the uh the border patrol agents actually like shows up mm-hmm. and they're like oh no we have a we have a we have a, a thing, like, a, a thing with one of these other dudes, and, the, and like, it's like, what? <laughs> I, I, which obviously, you know, is not surprising that, like, hey, cops can be racist, pieces of s***.
1: Yep, Who's
0: Who's surprised? Fact. I feel like the surprising thing is that, like, this cop is kind of like, I'm not going to deal with your Yeah. Shit. But obviously he recognizes who they are, Sean and Daniel, being, and is like, yeah, I kind of got to take you in. <laughs> yep because they are on the run so
1: well and also this child is bleeding yeah uh so kind of important to take care of
0: so they they basically get arrested they take daniel and get him treated sean is put in a cell with two other um refugees refugees who had been attempting to cross the border and got caught and then the the racist chuggleheads are in the cell next to them and just keep mouthing off raises
1: yep and like At one point when they are um, When the, the racist Buttheads are out there um, Like Sean Even says like we're Americans And They don't believe him and won't like Even listen to him mm-hmm. um, Because He's brown um, But yeah like You can talk to the, the other refugees that are, I guess we're not refugees, but they're refugees, um, in the cell and like, talk to them about how they're having a kid and like that they want a better life for their kid and how many times they failed to cross the border and why they keep trying. And, um, you can, you talk to them in Spanish and like the racist bloodheads are over there like, we talk English in America. Mm Mm-hmm. Um,
0: which like they like the the refugees also knew English.
1: Yeah, they did.
0: Yeah, like obviously it wasn't like they're they were that super fluent in, right? But like they understood and was able to to speak it. It's just uh... it's up. Which obviously this is the game that deals with incredibly up situations regularly within this game. So. Yep. It's not surprising about that. Um, eventually you get called into questioning, and the agent, or the border patrol agent, basically who took you in is like talking to you about everything. He says like the, the that one FBI lady is gonna come and talk to you again, and you're just like, "Where's Daniel? Where's Daniel? Is he gonna be?" And then the guy's like, "Yeah, he's, he's in. He we were we were treating him. He's gonna be fine. Everything. He just got hit in the shoulder or in the arm or whatever. He's gonna be okay." Uh. So essentially, you just you're getting interrogated again, and you can like either talk to him or not, uh, and then things go hectic, because <laughs> Daniel's like, "Hey, why am I being held here? I'm going to use my powers and get out of here."
1: <laughs> yep, and find my brother. Where's my brother? Yep. Um, so that obviously goes well. Um- <laughs> yeah. Um, I. I didn't have him kill anybody. He Same. he did, he did fling them um, because they got too close to me before I could figure out what the heck I should do with them. Um, but they didn't die, and I went in and I let the refugees out.
0: I wanted to do that, but I never got a prompt or anything on how to do that. Really? So like, I I was like, I walked back and forth from that section like multiple times, and just like there was no prompt or anything to do anything with them or with the the other people. You have they, to there's hold a, down,
1: like, Daniel's power button for it to show up.
0: Hmm, that might have been why. Mm. So, I was like, is there something I should do? I, I should be able to help these people? And it was like, nope, there's no prompt or anything. I, I, maybe I, I'm not able to? So, I just moved on.
1: <laughs> so, I let them out. And I also had Daniel let the racist people out. And um, I actually really liked that I did because I was initially like, oh, you know, I shouldn't do this. Like, they suck. They should stay in jail. Um, but the dialogue that, um, you get when you let them out is fantastic because it's essentially like Daniel opens the door and like, lets them out and they're like, well, why would you do this? He's like, I just want you to know that like, not everyone is terrible or something like that. Like it it was, Mm -hmm. it was legitimately a really cool thing that, um, he was able to, to do like when he, when he had them, Mm -hmm. when he had Daniel free him, I was like. I feel good about that. Um, they suck. They're not going to change their minds. But, like, my conscience is clear that, like, I I was trying to do my best.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you're able to escape the the little police station, uh, get back into the car you had, and then try and drive to... Uh, the border. The border, which, uh, unfortunately, has been blockaded to mm-hmm. back by police and FBI agents.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They kind of figured you were going to come here.
1: Um, One thing I want to mention before um, we talk about this Mm -hmm. is that um, there is one thing that they do in particular in this game that is very powerful and is something that is done very, very regularly, um, at least in the U.S., um, is that during this entire episode, and I think there's a few times they do it in the other episodes too, but it happens several times throughout this episode, they keep saying two teenage boys And as we were talking about earlier, Daniel's like 10. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And so there is this like awful racist notion that happens a lot that like children of color are not allowed to be children. Like they're always seen as older. They're always seen as like more experienced. Um, Like he's never actually seen as a kid here by law enforcement. And I think that's a really interesting point that they put that into this game. That it's like, we're going to make sure that this happens several, several times. That, like, he's 10, and they're still referring to him as a teenager when he's very clearly not anywhere close to it. That's that's intense. Mm -hmm. Um, But that was well done. Anyway, we're at the border.
0: We're at the border. It's Um, blockaded. And this is your final choice.
1: Um, I like that. Uh, I I think we've talked about this a bit. Like the whole narrative of this is built as like this wolf brother story. Mm -hmm. And so the way that this choice is like set up is, um, you're talking to Daniel and he asks, like, well, how does the wolf brother story end? And then you're able to like make the choice Mm -hmm. and the choice, um, like, it's contingent on, like, which one you pick, but it's also contingent about, like...
0: Your relationship with Daniel.
1: Your relationship with Daniel and also um, how, like, if you've been teaching him to be, like, lawful or, like, not lawful, mm-hmm. essentially.
0: So, are there are essentially two, two options, but they have multiple splits in them.
1: hmm So, um, four or five endings total? I, I think remember. so.
0: The the, the the binary options are you either give yourself up or you basically force your way through past and into the border or into Mexico, into the border. Right. <laughs> You're only going to live on the border. <laughs> um, so this is from the Wikipedia page. And I can read you the endings of this game. And then we'll talk about the ending we got. Okay. Um, like you said, there are multiple endings that, that are affected by how Daniel has been taught morality throughout the five episodes through the player's choices. Uh, if Sean chooses to surrender, he is either taken into custody, which causes Daniel to live with Claire and Steven, and in a reunion fifteen years later after Sean's release in prison, or being killed, which caused Daniel to grow up in Porto Alopos alone and become a career criminal.
1: That one is super freaking scary. I bet. Like, ugh, I watched it and I was like, oof.
0: If Sean chooses to cross the border, Daniel may use his powers to help Sean pass the blockade, but surrender to the FBI and go to live with Claire and Stephen while still receiving regular correspondence from Sean, who is living in Puerto Lobos, either alone or with Cassidy or Finn. And the ending where both of them cross the border, they open a garage, as their father did, and use Daniel's powers to become career criminals.
1: Yep. I I went and watched all these. Mm -hmm. um, Because... I think that the one that the both of us got was the one that I feel more comfortable like with how it was. It was bittersweet, but it was what I felt like was the right answer. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was bittersweet. And then I watched the rest of them. I was like, ooh, some of these are hard to watch.
0: Yeah, I can imagine.
1: Oh, So which one should we talk about first?
0: Um, well, you want to talk about the ones we didn't get and then we we'll, we can segue into the one we got? Sure because you would have the you probably obviously have the uh, the notion on those since you watch them.
1: So, um one of the ones that's super intense is again the one that like Daniel forces the way through the border. Um as they're doing that Sean gets shot in the neck. Oh. And starts like bleeding out in the car. And so he ends up dying. He like, I mean, it's essentially like he gets hit like in like a major artery, right? Um, and like can't even respond to anything that that Daniel's saying. Um, and so like he watches his brother like bleed out in front of him God. as as a ten year old. Um, so then it cuts and um you see uh daniel he's he's probably in his teens he's probably about how old sean is in this game um he's got like long i think he's like kind of bleached his hair it's it's like not his normal color and he's sitting on a beach and you can see like in the background the like their dad's house that um you'll see that several times in the two Mexico endings but it's it's the dad's house and he like has things set up there um you see like like some newspaper clippings about like a bunch of like intense robberies and cops dying and things like that you're like oh okay great and so these dudes just like Daniel's sitting on the beach watching the water and these dudes like come up to him And he has, like, this really, really blank, horrifying look on his face. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And essentially, like, he uses his powers to just, like, mess with them, scare them. Like, one of them almost dies. And then he just, like, goes back to the house afterwards and, like, lights a candle in memory of Daniel. Or of Sean. Oof. It's scary. Like... he he did not turn out okay
0: no it does not seem like it
1: um so that was really messed up and it it hurt to watch that one because was like oh you know i care about this kid and he's he's not fine um the other mexico one where they both make it um like you're saying they open up a a garage and those same dudes i'm pretty sure like show up at the garage and like try and intimidate um Sean and Daniel, again, uses his powers against them. Mm -hmm. And then they, like, go to this back room and open a safe. And they're just, like, a metric butt-ton of money. And, like, apparently at one point they robbed a bank. Jesus. Um, which, again, like, I don't like the idea of them just, like, all right, well, time to just be criminals. Right. It's like, it doesn't feel like that's what they would do. Um... And then the one where uh, Sean makes it across, but Daniel rolls out of the car. Um, I know a lot of people think that this is like the best one that you can get, but I don't, Um, because like you get to see Daniel grow up, like in the same way that the other ones do. Like it shows pictures on the wall and all that. and he again goes to live with his grandparents and you know he's hanging out with uh, with the, the Chris, the kid next door at one point. And he answers a phone call and or no, it's not a phone call. it's a letter, I think. I think he's on the phone with his mom. Anyway, there's a letter from um, Sean and again, like he has a picture of whoever. Finn or Cassidy you picked if they're alive um, and it like pans down at one point and it shows that he has like an ankle bracelet on and so like it, it is saying that like Daniel this whole time has been under surveillance by law enforcement because of the choice that he made to roll out and like let Sean go mm-hmm. um, so like he doesn't get to have like, a childhood, he can't really leave anywhere. Right. So he's, like, under house arrest, basically. And so, like, that, again, he's, like, 16 or something, and you know, that's sad. So those are the other endings. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess, you know, the good thing on that one is that, like, Sean is free and happy, but, like, You know, it's, again, one of those situations where, like, you're sacrificing one brother for the other one to be happy. And um, I don't know. I guess I was just kind of like, for lack of a better word, I really cared about Daniel and wanted him to be okay. And him being under house arrest was not okay to me. Yeah. Anyway, so then the one that we got...
0: Yes, um, so essentially you surrender yourself to the FBI and the police. Basically, you know they keep yelling at you like, "Hey, you come out!" and you basically tell uh, Daniel, like, remember everything I've taught you and everything. Like, this is not going to be the end for us and all this sort of stuff. Like, we will eventually see each other again, but like I have to do this in order this to." This is
2: where
1: the Wolf Brothers. This story is where ends. the our
0: story ends. But you know, maybe at some point we can make a new one. Mm-hmm. so he gets out of the the car and basically you know does the whole surrender thing and everything uh and then you get to the whole like you said like the transition to see like what's happened in the in the the meantime since then um daniel goes to live with uh claire and steven uh he has that basically kind of has like a childhood
1: he has a childhood as he well as like- you
0: could considering everything that's happened
1: He gets like a car, he Mm -hmm. goes to school, um, like he, he ends up doing something, like I forget what his job is, but he ends up getting some kind of job Mm -hmm. he's employed in anyway, but like he does okay, like he seems genuinely happy.
0: It's about the most normal of a life that you could live after everything that's happened. Yeah. Um and like you just see the years kind of progress and everything and then eventually it leads you to like 15 years later
1: yeah it says that he's 25 mm-hmm. um in the end of it
0: and Sean gets released from prison mm-hmm. and it's basically you get to see uh Daniel's there Karen's there and then the the friend from the very beginning that like you basically never talk to
2: again
1: <laughs> well I talked to her I never I'll- did <laughs> Lila is her name. Because I
0: was like, I don't want no one, no, I'm, I'm not let the cops track me. Can't talk to her.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it was, it was Lila. Yeah,
0: so she shows up as well, and basically you have a reunion, and then, um, you get to see how like how Sean looks after 15 years in, in jail and everything, and then basically, like one of the the final things is like they both go out to like the woods where, like the first like area they had like camped in. Prior mm-hmm. to leaving Seattle. Um, and they go back there and camp. And like. It's a very emotional scene. Because you see just like. They're able to kind of be brothers again. But then like. Sean just like breaks down at one point. Because like you know. He's actually able to have freedom again. And it's just like. Mm-hmm. Everything is so overwhelming. To him. And just like. It's interesting to see like. The. the Basically the shift. From the the rest of the game. Where it's now like. Daniel's having to comfort Sean. Mm-hmm. going through this hugely emotional moment
1: but that was that was great for me like yeah, I, totally. I felt like that was a really great way to show mm-hmm. like they they still very much care for each other
2: mm-hmm.
0: Sean's got like a glass eye yes wow, it's It's like 15 years later he should have like a cyber eye cyber eye <laughs> <laughs> um, and then basically the end is like they 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 do the whole thing and they go off their own separate ways
2: Mm-hmm.
0: also you see daniel like basically force open his door via his powers and that's like the only kind of thing you see of him like actually using his powers still but like yeah, it's it's a very just an emotional roller coaster of a scene as you like you see just how things play out and but you get that you get a good ending out of it which is kind of like after everything that has happened in this game it's just it's very satisfying to see
1: it it is very satisfying it it felt like that was the natural ending for this for me, yeah, same um, like it it was just it hurt, mm-hmm. but like, this is what my Sean would have done, yeah, and like i was I was proud of him for making that decision,
2: mm-hmm.
1: even though I was the one that pressed the button, like. <laughs> it still felt like that was the the right thing to do.
0: Mm-hmm. That was the road um, you had led that character to or towards.
1: Yes. And it still allowed him to let Daniel, like, have a childhood as much as he could and, mm-hmm. like, live his life as much as he could, which was the whole goal in the first place, was for Daniel to be happy. Yeah. Um, because after everything that went down, like, it was not looking likely that that would be the case mm-hmm. and Sean was just trying to find some some freedom and some happiness for them so it hurt it hurt yep um i am kind of like this is the only one that you get anything with Karen though, right? Sounds like it. So that's interesting that they just would kind of drop her otherwise which i think at one point in the interrogation he like says or at least in mine, he was like yeah she had nothing to do with anything it was all me yeah so sean is a very self-sacrificing human being
0: he really is
2: what a good kid
0: but yeah that ending is out of the out of the five like it seems like the best one in terms of just like how we played the game Um, yeah and just god that the moment you see like you see sean walk out of prison and daniel and like they embrace like just broke me
1: i know i definitely cried (laughs) i definitely cried and then like lila like jumped on him Mm -hmm. well i broke again at the the campsite yeah oof
0: but it's 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 so good
1: it's really really Um, good
0: and like we like we said when we recorded game of the year like this this game easily eclipsed the first game oh yeah and it's a shame that like obviously we've made this point already but like it's a shame this game is not going to get like the same i don't know like cultural recognition or fandom that the first game had just because of just like the different tone and topics that Uh. it's dealing with but like it is it is very much the better game of the two
1: it is very much the better game i agree and and i wonder like is part of the reason that it's not getting the recognition like that one because of the subject matter
0: i would uh, i would completely think that's the case i think it's probably it's partially that
1: mm-hmm.
0: and partially it's the it's the fact that like these episodes came out so much like there was so much space in between
1: right which like, definitely that's hurt definitely
0: it. a thing that hurt it compared to the first game where it had a, a much more like um, ease of a schedule where it was like maybe like a month and a half two months between episodes where this was like three ish three or more um, like you have to think like this game started out like what was the first episode that came out uh, the first episode came out September of 2018 it didn't wrap up until December of 2019 so
1: yeah that's a long, a long
0: time. time between episodes Um which obviously is going to hurt it, but I hope now that like all the episodes are out, that people, if they were like you know waiting on it just to play it all at once, mm-hmm. um, are able to get to this game and see just like why it is so good.
1: I'm hoping because this one was fantastic, mm-hmm. and I mean i I liked Life is Strange, but like Life is Strange two did a lot more for me, and actually felt like it 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 said something. Yeah. Like, it, it tries and succeeds at actually, like, having a message and being a political statement. hmm And, like, not coming across as, like, being a cheesy political statement.
0: It's it's much more than just a teen drama. Like, I mean, that's kind of how you could boil down the first one, too. Right. Like, it goes and it's so many more places. And it's just, it's a testament to the the, the, the team at Don't Nod. Like, just how much they basically improved on their writing from the first game yeah like it's so like that's that's a huge jump they
1: made-hmm
0: like it's wild to think that like that's they were able to pull that off
1: it's great though mm-hmm.
0: especially because, because like this is the this is a team that's like donut is not American
1: nope and they nailed American politics
0: like they were they are they are a French developer yep and they nailed exactly like the tone the uh, the ideologies
2: the rhetoric the
0: rhetoric that is literally happening in this country
2: mm-hmm.
0: It's it's wild
1: It's great and Especially because like you know,
0: you don't see all that many like American developers like that are able to to pull off this kind of writing and
1: or that are willing to or, try
0: That's a great point as well
1: like that's another thing is that like this could potentially be considered like a risky game to make because Totally.
0: Of... And especially because like this is still backed by a big publisher. Like you have to give Square Enix a, a modicum amount of credit for being able for like looking at the pitch for this game and seeing like what they were going to do with it and and giving them the okay for it cuz like you could imagine like other publishers like would look at this and like no. We don't this is too much. Like you have to dial down dial down the politics on this a little bit. And, Far Cry it. yeah and and like I said like you have to give Square Enix a little bit of credit for being like hey we will go with this we will let you do what
1: you want yeah no it's great I, I mean I definitely will give them credit where it's due like I'm very glad that they let this come out and like didn't I guess make it preschool yeah they didn't Rise of Skywalker or, <laughs> we'll put it that way and just, like, let whatever, like, internet mob dictate what it was going to say.
2: hmm Which
1: is great. That is the name of that terrible movie, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Is it Rise? But it is. Movie sucked, guys.
0: Uh, So, yeah, that's Life is Strange 2. It's good. It's really good. It ends on an incredible note. Like that is that episode is easily the best out of the five
1: mm-hmm. and
0: just like that game is so, so good.
1: I cried a lot
0: um so if you've been waiting on it, play it go play it or play if it. you want to wait for like the the box copy to come out, do that I guess but also but just play this game. It is so so good, especially if you if you like the first game, if you like these kind of narrative episodic adventure games. Like, you would be doing yourself a disservice if you do not play this game.
1: Yeah. Like, the narrative is just so, so, so good.
0: Mm-hmm. So there you go. That's Life is Strange 2. That's The Outer Worlds, and that's the end of this podcast.
1: B-b-b- not the whole podcast, just this episode. But
0: this episode, yes, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, if you'd like more from us, go to seasonless.com or SAC.cool is where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Season and Jared and Al Watch. You can find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from an if you'd like more from an anladium, go to AnLadium.com <laughs> so got columns and reviews. You can follow us on Twitter, Twitter.com slash anime checkup. And you can support us on Patreon by buying us a slice of pizza to gain access to fun things like unedited podcasts and other little bonus episodes that we do at patreon.com slash
1: I do love pizza it's
0: true next week we will do something I think maybe we'll do like a little bit of like a a catch up episode cool. talking about things that we've maybe like played or watched or whatever uh, throughout like the the month of December and the little bit first half of this month or first half of the new year
1: makes sense oh happy new year guys
0: Yeah, yeah it, is, it is the new year
1: I don't know that we get to say that in the uh
0: the Trails of Cold Steel 3 the
1: podcast. The Trails of
0: Cold Steel 3. 11 days into the new year. Oh, hey, happy birthday.
1: <gasps> oh, yay! Hey, is this going up the day after my birthday? Oh, it is, because my birth my birthday is on a Friday. Yep. Well, oh, sweet. Happy birthday, me.
0: Happy birthday to Al.
1: Yay, I'm
0: 32. So wish Al a happy birthday when you hear this episode. <laughs> Even yay! if it's like two years from now.
1: <laughs> yes, Please. <laughs> Always just come in and be like, happy birthday, Al. And I'm like, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. It's September, but thank you. Uh, My birthday's January. Don't get that confused. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> Don't take the remotes.
0: So, yeah, we'll, we'll try and maybe play some catch up or do something else entirely. Who knows? We'll figure it out.
1: Shrug um, shoulders.
0: Bam. Yeah, we'll see you uh, next week.